We're back and better than ever. It's the STS Podcast, and my name is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. This is going to be episode 26 of... Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Alright y'all, this is episode 26. After a brief hiatus, a brief vacation, we are back at the STS Podcast. This is episode 26. I am the founder, creator, owner, all that shit. My name is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. Returning listeners, y'all have made the numbers jump the last few weeks. Believe it or not, I actually, like, last five days, got a lot more listens to the previous episode with my guy, Miguel, um, than I was when I was inactive. So it was crazy. I saw a good jump, and that was when I was on vacation. We were fresh back from a Pasadena run, one of the best Pasadena runs I ever had in my life. We're going to talk about that later on. I got my guy, Magoo, in the building. What's good, everybody? That's better, Magoo. My guy, Tony's going to probably be that third man in the booth that you don't hear that much, because... Yeah, Tony be saying Tony shit, so we're definitely out here, y'all. Returning listeners, thank you for coming back. We're nothing without you. New listeners, welcome to the STS Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, Anchor, wherever you find your podcasting. Make sure you subscribe to us, follow us, do that. STS Podcast 661s on Twitter and Instagram. And again, y'all, if you guys want an STS shirt, don't miss out on this latest gear. It's it's a beautiful shirt. It's a beautiful logo. Why wouldn't you want this on your shirt? Check it out. It's only 15 bucks. We have DJ EC3 shirts. We got the gray. The grays are going off the chart. I got a bag full of gray shirts right here. I haven't even shown my guy Magoo too. I got a bag. I haven't dropped them off yet. I know we all busy, but um, we're going to get those off as soon as possible. Make sure you guys hit me up for those shirts. Again, this is going to be episode 26. We got a lot going on. Big shout out to my guy Miguel for showing up on episode 25 of the STS podcast. Let me just do something real fast here, y'all. On the, I'm going to do this on the fly. Um, actually, we try to bring an episode to you guys Friday, man. I really want y'all to hear that. This didn't work out. My uncle felt like... Uh, Yo, why the fuck are we recording ourselves talking in the room? That sounds like we're snitching. So he's old school, so we gotta just do what Theo says. If you want, if you wanted him to stay in the room, um, definitely had to do that. Big shout out to Miguel Contreras, Caveman. That logo was sick. Uh, real fun shit going on, man. I think uh, we're gonna continue having Miguel come through. We're gonna. Um, Make sure we establish that relationship. And good luck to my guy on the 19th. This actually this Saturday. Make sure you guys check out my guy Eddie at the Back to Back Complex. And my guy Miguel's going to be fighting. Miguel K. Michael Church is back. Eddie Sanchez is there. Uh, we have Mike Dallas returning. We got DeLuna fighting. We have Floyd Mayweather Sr. in the building. Uh, make sure you guys go to Back to Back Sports Complex. And I got, I won't say it on the air, but I actually got some family who are. With that uh, fitness, I didn't know that. Behind the scenes is a nice place to be. When motherfuckers don't know what you got, but you got it. So that's real fun. And I think we're going to put... Well, I'm sorry. Actually, I got so excited. El Camino came out this week. Jesse Pinkman returned. Oh, I'm so excited. I think I watched it five times, Magoo. Not lying. I got no life. Five times. Yeah. Awesome. Joker is out. AEW is on TV now, giving them fucking wrestling. It's bang for its buck. That's yeah. WWE, Netflix, NXT, and the draft was there. We went to Raw last Monday, so I've been enjoying this vacation, man. It's been a lot going on. We're gonna dive into that. Now do me a favor. Let me in. All right, y'all, this is the shooting the shit segment. We are here to converse lightly with no specific objective or topic. Or no, it's, what is it? No specific topic or object. No specific topic or objective in mind when we're talking about this. And I think we should just go into it, Magoo. Okay. It's going to be my way. And uh, you know what my way means in Spanish? What? Al Camino. Oh, Did you okay. know that? I looked it up, and it was like... Um, I don't know. I was looking at this video explaining kind of what El Camino meant to the movie we're talking about. Jesse Pinkman's back. The return, the Breaking Bad movie. El Camino means my way. Uh, 
And I think, and I'm not sure, I'm not, I'm just kind of going into this. So, we thought El Camino was the car the whole time, right? And we've seen the car didn't really last that long in the movie. Probably the first few scenes, right? First 20 minutes. Yeah. So, I think by the end of the movie, Jesse finds his way. My way. He found his El Camino. Crazy, huh? I was. I don't know. I just like to do. I dive deep into this. I'm a big Breaking Bad. Fan. We're all big Breaking Bad fans. This is like our. I think me and my brother are watching that shit against. This is our seventh time watching all the way through, and it's still fucking like we're on the we're on the episode when um Hank confirms to Walter, I know it's you, and they fucking closes the garage, like, and he's fuming, my guy. He's fucking angry. He's fucking confused. He's in disbelief. It's like, I like to dive into that shit. And that fucking, this series, dude, is probably the best shit I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe I didn't watch it when it was happening live in real time. Yeah, I think I got into it towards the end when it was... Really, my girl? Yeah. You didn't tell me? Damn. Breaking Bad's a trip, dude. So, Al Camino, what did you think about it, my girl? Since you're my guest today, did you, uh, did you did it live up to the hype? Yeah, I think it did. Jesse definitely found his way. Like, the way you're saying, or explaining it, yeah, at the end, he's, like, figuring everything out, everything he has to do, how he's going to do it, he planned everything out, almost. He's, and you could tell, he's been through a lot of shit, this is a, it's not a desperate man, but it's a strong man, too. I felt like, all those fucking flashback scenes, that just kind of, tying up bolts a little bit, to dart those eyes, cross those teeth of what we thought he went through. Damn, yeah. And, and that was crazy, like... We see Todd was really a maniac, and just that was wild. I thought Todd he gained a little bit of weight. That's a little. It's been a couple before, years. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they probably gave like a two week notice. I bet they ain't motherfucker. I'm about a size thirty eight now. I'm size thirty. Well, yeah. So that was um, real cool. And of course, they're gonna do those tie ins where it's like the welding company. I felt like, oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah. The way I, he was oh, able to remember that and. Put it together. And Badger and Skinny Pete, y'all. Oh, man. Yeah. Skinny Pete scene. Did that... Did I hit you? Did I hit yeah. you, bro? That still hits me right in the fucking chest a little bit, man. Like, the loyalty he was... As loyal as he was to Walter, that's how loyal they are to him. They're... He's their hero. Yeah. That... And I, I'm a, I'm an emotional man, dude. That was really deep scene for me just from the you know these if you see the whole breaking bad I understand that relationship they all have yeah and it's right after mr white gave him that money so i'm thinking hey they forget about that i was looking at little shit like that yeah. man these motherfuckers had money that's why they gave them, i think they gave them over like 10 g's no yeah they hooked them up they hooked them up yeah. fat and i was still okay well, how do they get that money well duh walter just gave him a bag from the if we're going off because this is right off the fucking finale yeah he's driving away from the uh Compound that and it started off from there. That was really refreshing for me. A lot of mo- I didn't know what to expect on that part. I was really yeah. I don't know if we're gonna come into it like a year later, six months God, later. That trailer yeah. they released for was so good, bro. It most definitely lived up to the hype. Oh, in my opinion. it was real nice. And this is all spoilers, y'all. So I hope you guys understand. Sorry, Tony, but you you'll be all right. You already knew what happened before you watched Breaking Bad. Anyway, we told you. <laughs> I think it was um. It wasn't like uh, I think we were talking about wrestling earlier. WWE is really complicated. They think things too much. They do. They they do. Um, I guess uh, must not bamboozles, but they swerve the they serve the audience a little bit. You know, shit like oh shit, Breaking Bad. This out community we didn't have a swerve. It was everything the way it was supposed. to. Jesse had to do what he had to do. He knew he was gonna go. He had to find the back. He was gonna go. To the Mr. Um, the guy who just passed actually, Did you know he died. Man, yeah. Did you? I saw virus posted and I was like, I forget his I name. Just watched the Let's, movie and then we can't even. I can't even do that to him, man. I can't. I have to give him some justice. Let me man, give his yeah, name. He good. In every movie, he was really um. I don't. But then I'm a whore. I'm not an expert. Like I tell you, I'm not an expert on this shit at all. I'm not an expert at all. But made him go get the eighteen hundred. He was man. Did you notice that he's always been a. That character, that's why I like they all, nothing changed about these characters. Yeah. It was like, it just happened. Yeah. He said, no, this is the way it's going to be. This 1800. I need all that. All of it or nothing. Let me just check something real fast. And he was, yeah, he was willing to let all that money walk out for 
excuse me, I'm just, oh yeah, his name's Robert Foister. Rest in peace, Robert Foister. That was his last movie. Man. And so, like I said, it wasn't a complicated story. It had one fucking objective to get Jesse the fuck out. And that's what Jesse did the whole time. He didn't try to revisit the past. He, you know, he knew that his parents, um, I don't know, he knew that he could get into their house if he had to. And I'm sure the cops were with them. And he had to do what he had to do. And yeah. everything made and everything just made sense. The flashbacks really helped connect it. Like why he went back to Todd's house for the and money. Why he wanted to go to Alaska. What I think what Mike told how it started was you could be anything you want up there. Yeah. And the at the end with the with the, with Jane, how many times we talk about the universe taking you where you gotta go? The universe is always gonna guide you and if you if you seek you're gonna find. She has the same philosophy. I think we, we discussed on the podcast that I love is, or I believe in is the you know, God in the universe. That was crazy. That was his way. That was his way. He was finding his way. Then Walter White's. Dude, that was crazy to see Walter White back then. I think if we were in the theater, that shit would have popped. Yeah. Like, that's the, the greatest duo. I think best duo ever. Who can name a better duo on TV or movies? It's kind of hard. Like, you can't see Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. You know what I mean? And they're good. They're legendary. But this is the... They complement each other really well. It's... Oh, they do, bro. And it was... See, see how much Walter believed in him. And you know what really got me, dude? That fucking really hit me in the head. Was that line, um... At least you didn't have to wait your whole life to do something great. Oh, yeah. That really means... That was crazy. He was telling Jesse or do something special. That's what yeah. he was telling Jesse. Like... I don't know, man. It, it was real crazy, dude. I thought that was real... Um, yeah, I think he was really complimenting like, or appreciating him. That was, he believed in him. Yeah. That was real nice, dude. So, and then when he finally, you know, he, he got to Alaska. I think, yeah, I think at that part, it was like the real father-son. Like, they, I'm proud of you. That was the first cook. Because we asked him about the batch, how much of a batch sell. He's in six months. He's like, fuck. I think that's when Walter was still kind of not so... He didn't become Heisenberg. Yeah, he, okay, yeah. he wasn't Heisenberg yet. And he didn't feel that. Like, I always tell people, like, I'm sure everybody, because who's a fucking expert, no, whoever likes the series, when Walter finally fucking became that person that he didn't I'm, give a fuck was when he threw that, that was little, whatever that explosion that two cool spot. Yeah. And we fucking shit, yeah, I got this bag, I gotta do what the fuck I want. I, I did, I got the job done. I'm able to get the job done. And I'm like, and I thought he was a pussy. He was a pu- At to that point, uh, uh, we yeah. thought Walter was a pussy. Yeah, that's when you really push over. Yeah, taking charge of his life. And if you see Jesse to the end of Jesse, it's like, fuck, he ch- they changed his whole character, dude. Like he grew. Yeah, definitely. And I thought it was worth the hype too, man. It was different than I thought it was gonna be. I don't know what I thought. I didn't know what to expect either. I didn't know if Jesse was. Gonna, I think I predicted that that Jesse was gonna die. Really? Yeah. And I like the whole, you know, Western duel they had. That was pretty cool. Uh-huh. That whole scene was pretty cool. Going to Todd's house and, you know, Todd killing the fucking nanny because she found the money. Man, yeah. That Him he, sitting in the car. You see when he asked, um, do you have any word, words to say? Do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> like, to a lady he does not even. <laughs> and they threw the fucking like, body on the yeah. balcony? He played that crazy part really well, like. Psycho. Oh man, just it's just um, you know what makes me sad though, dude. It's like it's gone now. It's here and went. It came and it came and went. Yeah, but it gave you that ending. That it gave yeah, it definitely gave you that um that closure. Did you hear the, about them having alternate endings? I heard about, it, but I haven't run into it. I haven't looked into it. I just saw the. Headline. I don't fuck with that. I don't. I don't want to know. I'm only, I think I'm gonna go with this ending. Yeah, another ending will just make it. Why? And you ever seen that scene like back? I think one of these Breaking Bad. I know it's one of these Breaking Bad episodes when Jesse's like a carpenter. He's building that wooden block. He's you know putting a fucking shot that lick lacquer on it. He made a box of wood. You guys remember that part? There's a part I'm breaking about. It's one of the earlier episodes. It's like a flashback scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I think so. When, yeah. When he was trying to end school? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was crazy. Like, maybe he's going to be a carpenter now in Alaska. But damn, dude, how do you do you bring this shit back? Is this really closure? Nick, what happened with that? Breaking Bad, um, the ending was that was it. 
And Jesse just got away. We just thought, and then he bring this back four or five years later, and they still got a breaking call, a better call, Saul. Like, what direction do you go with this? You know, there's so many. Okay, we're gonna go into the future with Saul now. Does he get caught? Does he come out? Um, you've been watching Better Call Saul. I did. I watched the three. I didn't watch the final four. I need to start watching them. Yeah, I think I watched the first two. But it's good though. It's good. It's real good. Hold on, let me show you something real fast. Magoo, I'm going to put a brief uh, pause right here. All right, we're back. So I just want to do a little clip from the actor who plays Mike. It's just crazy. Like, that's... Breaking Bad is... And Better Call Saul still around. Like, that's that's a great... Sh it's not as good as Breaking Bad, but I didn't expect it to be as good as Breaking Bad. I wanted to hear it's Saul's story. And Saul's like... That was his real name. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how he gets all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, when you figure it out. Yeah. Once you start watching that. And movie. that kind of... Yeah, how he met Fring, how he met... He, Tuco, Tuco, or whatever his name is, how he met Mike. It's all happened over time. So that's always a good provide the backstory. I don't know if they do it again, but I don't ever want the shit to end, man. I was bummed when the end of the movie happened, dude. I was fucking, I low key cried. Like, this is what I waited for for so long, and it's here, and it's like. Finally came and went. It's a shock. Yeah, we and me and Virus and I, we watched that at 12 when it dropped. And it was 2 o'clock when it ended, and we fucking went, I dropped him at work at 5.30. I'm like, can you believe that happened? Like, it's over now. Yeah. And it's crazy what film could do to you. It's like, we, we're we watching this shit on TV. It's, it fucking feels like there's some real shit sometimes. It makes you think. Like, it makes you feel. Yeah. That's what you want. And that's what I hope we do with the podcast, man. I hope we make you feel something. I don't give a fuck what type of way you're feeling, but I hope you feel some type of way. I think a lot of people feel some type of way also about this latest DC comic release called The Joker. Man. It went number one like three weeks in a row. Thing ever since it's been out, it's been doing good numbers. Supposedly in a billion. Who would have thought? Oh yeah, from what I saw, a lot of people are gonna. I've, the way it was being promoted, like showing some banning people or having certain. They were trying to. They, they were trying to overshadow it. Yeah, but you wanna know why? Why? This was the movie to show. If you have some type of mental illness or you're going through something in life and you keep fucking poking the bear and people are by that, people are fucking with you, people are bullying you, people are treating you like dirt for doing and you're doing absolutely really nothing wrong. They're just doing it because they see that you're a weak person. And when you finally fucking snap and and fucking punch the world back in its face, you understand why. I don't blame him one bit. He was fucking getting fucked with his whole life. Just bullied the whole bullied time. Bullied him. Just his upbringing was rough, and he's had mental problems too. And it's crazy. It's kind of want to spoil it because I know you guys haven't seen it, but the Joker movie really tells you how he became the Joker. It's not a personality; it's a person that was inside of him, and it was fucking poked because people were always fucking mean to him. And you, and 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 making him the ass of the fucking jokes, making him. The laughing stock. Okay. And it really comes to it comes to a head at the end of the movie. You gotta see, man, just the Joker's his like ultra ego a little bit, he's a comedian. Just nothing went right for him, you know. It's, and he has made and he's he's schizophrenic too, so this world that he's thinking is not even the real world. He has mental problems like the, his laugh is a disorder. He laughs so much in this movie. You're fucking be tripped out how much this motherfucker laughs. Really? He's laughing like, <laughs> he's just laughing out loud. And it's fucking crazy, dude. Like, it's it's real shit. And, uh... So do you, you feel like it lived this movie? This movie beyond, went beyond the hype, honestly. I have to, I, I want to watch it again. I need to watch it again. It's one of the... It's, but it's just because it's so deep and I kind of relate to the mental illness thing. I know you know how it is. It may, I thought about it the whole time. Oh, that fucking makes it. I didn't understand what the fuck he means. This Damn, okay. it's just one of the probably the best movies to ever just shows displays of that what happens and why it's important to make sure we take care of those with mental health issues. We'll There's even part. scenes like Fundy's getting cut. We can't see you anymore because of this, this, that. All political shit, all funding, all budget based. Damn. Just take the mental health. Fuck it. They don't need to be alright. Take, let's take them off the medicine. All that you got it's 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 a, it's a narrative in there. Everything goes 
the Joker was the good. best narrative for mental health awareness and the, and the ugly it's ugly the world's ugly Magoo it's an ugly truth it's the ugly truth and the world's fucking that sunshine and rainbows yeah I know we always fucking try to depict that I think in our life maybe any, any way that people see us we always fucking try to show the colors you know but they don't see the dark colors we only show them the bright colors if that makes sense yeah you always show your best you always try to show you do you want to show the world that your, everything's kind of low key perfect and shit you know what I'm saying we're drinking water uh, yeah, this uh, so it just shows a different side of the story of how it seems like there's a Batman tie-in too, but you gotta watch that. You gotta see how. It, it, and man, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, cold bro, cold. He made you feel it, and definitely one of the best comic book movies they've made maybe a recent time. One of the best Batman related movies ever. Been in the last they've been coming out with. Um, recently, so that was real cool, and it was, we could do a lot with this, I think, dude, I think we could do a lot with this shit, honestly, we could make some Batman shit later on in time, but see, what I would like to see is, like, maybe Joaquin Phoenix playing for 15 years, what do you mean, play Joker in 15 years again, don't play him again for another 15 years, why, we want you old, be the established old Joker, yeah, that makes sense. And then bring Batman back. We need some fucking space, dude. They even, how many Batmans we had so far in the last 30 years, probably? It's 89. Oh. Keaton, Clooney, Kilmer, fucking Bell, fucking Ben Affleck, yeah. George Clooney. And then the new fuck. This guy, what do they have on there? We just fucking, they, they just cast his oh, Catwoman uh, too, Zoe fucking, um. Zoe Kravitz? Yeah. Oh, guy from... Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Pattinson or something like that. Yeah. So, and they want to make Alfred a girl. Like, oh, fine. Whatever. I could take that. Damn. They Damn. want to make Alfred a girl. Alfred's not a girl. I would take... Oh, I can't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. I guess we just got to let... I'll take the L for that. I'll take the L for that. Um, but not everything was keep the same. I'm surprised they didn't make Batman a girl. God, they will one day. Fucking ever made Thor a woman, so which is fine, but damn, but something just can't change. Batman's yeah. Batman, Alfred's not a she. Sorry, Alfred's Alfred. Alfred, pa- Alfred, Penny Painsworth is a fucking household name. This is my opinion. You think the, Batman, you think Batkey, you think Alfred. This is the way it is sometimes. In the background, talking to them, keep being honest with them. Giving him his game. Being his voice of reason. Definitely. Bigger picture guy. We always need a bigger picture guy. <sighs> I don't know, man. So that was really, um, it was really nice to see a, 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 the, I don't know, a different depiction of the Joker. And hopefully a, a revolution of uh, new ways to go about shit. But speaking of a revolution, AEW. Is here, Magoo. We went in, I think we talked about this several times on the podcast, and it's finally happened. First two episodes have arrived, and let me tell you guys something, y'all. Besides the women's wrestling, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I love WWE deep women's wrestling. Awesome. Charlotte Flair, I've said this several times. Charlotte Flair is one of the top five wrestlers at that company. AEW has a long way to go with the wrestling department, women's division. Um, it's not that great. Uh, they're not credible, in my opinion. Um, but they give it a fucking show. But the crowd loves them, too. So you can't really do it. If the crowd loves them, the crowd loves them. Um, other than that, that's what they lackluster. Everything else, they could probably uh, equal surpass WWE, in my opinion. It's been really good so far. I don't know if you watched it, Magoo, but the first match ever was with Cody, Sammy Guevara. That was real nice. Um, seen Chris Jericho come out, do a cold promo. Seen Dean Ambrose come out. Uh, best thing of the whole series, honestly, and I got emotional when I heard his voice. Tony Schiavone's back on the in the booth. Uh, the, 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 the commentary team sounds okay. It's Jim Ross, Excalibur, uh, Tony Schiavone. But you could tell they're all having fun. Everybody in that organization right now is not trying to copycat anybody. They're doing what the fuck they want. And that's cool, too. Well, I think, like, like I told I think Mikey said it. When Mikey did say the first fucking AEW pay per view, we gotta remember what condition what WWE says is cool and what's not. So this is a whole different alternative. And dude, they're doing it. They beat WWE first. WWE NXT beat them in the first two weeks. 
ratings wise. That's what matters. It does matter. It doesn't fucking. I don't give a fuck anybody says. So if it's a company doing what you do and they're fucking getting more people watching it, yeah, it matters a little bit. How many shows does WWE have on a week? They have three shows on right now. Mondays is Raw, Wednesdays is NXT, and Friday SmackDown. So it's beating one of the one of the big three. So it's doing its job, man. It's really uh, Chris Jericho's being a star. Yeah, being you a f- showed me the his. Uh, his new, his new um, stable. It's called uh, the Inner Circle. So we got the Inner Circle. That's and they're completely storylines. They're reminding you too. That's why I like. There's some continuation here. They're not making it too complicated. They're making it simple. This is why they're fighting. This is what we're gonna do. Dean Ambrose. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I am so sorry for calling you Dean. John Moxley had a good match this week. Uh, commentary was okay this week. I need to watch it again, to be honest with you. I actually need to catch up on SmackDown and Raw. Uh, but, man, AEW's been everything I thought it was. We are who they were, who I thought they were going to be. And it's fucking beautiful, man. It's a good alternative, and uh, I like the storyline so far. And I hope they the crowds are there, dude. Yeah, the, com- like when we saw the crowd was there. The commentary's there. Sold out. The production's there. Just need, And I think the wrestling should be the easiest part. Tag team wrestling is really good on there, too, man. Yeah, we saw Chris Jericho with, uh, what was that guy's name? I forgot his name. Uh, the young, the really oh, young Oh, Sammy Guevara. Versus, uh, oh, man, John Moxley and... Well, who was it that week? It was this week, huh? Yeah, we saw... I thought it was Cody and Dustin. Oh, oh no, Dustin and... and um, yeah, it was Dustin and John, no? John Moxley? No, Kenny, was it Kenny Omega? No. Let me just confirm you also. I'm not going to go out like that. We're not going out like that. Definitely. Definitely going on. But the commentary looked sounded okay, but it looks like they just have to figure out, figure each other out. I think they and they got and I think they don't want to overshadow each other yeah. either. You don't want to give everybody equal chance to talk. Jim Ross kind of falls behind a little bit. Um, he probably doesn't want to take overshadow everybody else. Yeah, because I think I'm sure he could be a real fucking control freak too. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, you know. He knows wrestling, so I'm pretty sure, and he knows commentary. So I'm pretty sure he is sitting back and trying to help them. Definitely. Hold on now. Let me just look at this real fast, man. The promo that Chris Jericho did was really That was from the man. that was from the top of the dome. That was something um that was great, dude. I'm glad you mentioned that. That was one of the best promos I had in a long I seen in a long time, to be honest with you. Yeah. He was able to cuss a little bit. Be him be the old Chris Jericho. Let's see. Dustin and Adam Hangman Page. He looked up, they, that was an odd. I thought that was an odd match, but it made sense to get what they wanted to do. They wanted to get um, their. They wanted to establish their new storylines. The new group. But like, and remember, I told you about the. They're making sense too when John Moxley wanted to. Uh, who knows? No, 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 no. Kenny Omega and John Moxley, yeah, and then he 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 put these through the fucking bat down or how he had. What do you have, the broom or the fucking bat? Somebody had the damn, um, I think it was Moxley. Oh, because threw, Pat came in and hit him, away, yeah. and he threw the bat, walked away. Why? Because he wanted to beat his ass on equal grounding, no interference. Yeah. It made sense. You're thinking like a fucking reasonable man. That's just common sense Doing, in there. Yeah. I like Showing that. Him he's better. He's better than fucking, I'm not going to beat your ass when someone fucking hit you from behind and interfered in my business. Yeah, they're developing their characters. That's, that's... I think it's nice it. to see you again. That's really nice to see you again. Cause it's, and it's really nice to see that you, they're starting from scratch. And you'll be able to see these names. And I've got the Young Bucks Pro Private Party. That one, that young tag team, they have to do stuff like that. They're going to get their tire shots eventually. They've been multiple time champions. They're already over. you got to put other people over. Over people put over. Get these new guys over. You have to have some history. Um, I think it's going to be real good, though, man. I'm really interested in... Um, where to go with it? This is another. This is another prediction of mine. They're bringing in Taz on Tuesday. I guess they have like an AEW Dark, so they do commentary in the matches. I'm sure they take the recorded already, but they just release that show with additional commentary. You know, just like me and you, just do some shit. But they show those. Those they're gonna really happen. Um, they happened last week. Okay. So it's dark matches essentially, and uh, they're gonna bring Taz in. Man, you just showed me a video of him last week too. Yeah. So Taz. And Tony Schiavone are going to be together, I believe. And I think, Magoo, that should be maybe Excalibur. That should be the commentary group. 
take out Jim Ross. And that's hard for me to say, but I feel like that. I feel like that, like, Jim just doesn't have it right now. And that's okay. Bring him into big match moments. I think so. Work, man. I think he could chew more to in the back, backstage, back, um, behind the scenes. Because of the way he knows the storylines and everything like that. And he know? could be that voice of reason in the room. That 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 person who's been through, he's been around the territory days, the eighties. He knows he's worked for every every big promoter. I think he's um, I'm sure he's almost worked for. He's or at he's WCW. He's, to, yeah. he's at WCW for he was at WCW for so long. Then he came to WWF. A lot of us just know him WWF. No, he was an AWA fucking WCW guy. Really? Come broadcasting. Did a lot of early Steam and Ric Flair matches. He did the Steamboat Ric Flair matches. He did the Vader Steam match. Everything in the beginning of WCW, he did. He was on The Voice. But him and, him and Tony Schiavone were both on there. And Eric Bischoff was like the C fucking announcer. He was the guy in the back doing the interviews. So wrestling is a small knitted community, bro. So it's going to be real. I think it's going to be Taz, Schiavone, and Excalibur. And mark my words, watch. Give them a month. If that's the way, it, if Jim Ross doesn't kind of find a groove. You gotta get fresh voices in there, bro. Yeah, because you need the good commentary to even out. We have to put because yeah. we have to put it over. The, the, the simple man must know what's going on. Yeah, and that's um, just a simple. I don't think I'm the simple man, so sometimes it's hard for me to understand what the fuck. I think I know wrestling pretty well. So right now they have three commentators: Excalibur, Jim Ross, you know, and Tony That should never do more than two. Yeah, three's already a lot. Three's a lot. It's hard to like. It's hard to even listen to like a podcast with two voices sometimes. You know what I mean? Or three motherfuckers, or even TV, anything with more than two is a hard to listen to. You know? Yeah, um, and then you're trying to do a wrestling uh, a match. That's what we're talking about. The talk about this weekend. You can't have seven people on your fucking podcast. Yeah, who like, people don't know. You can't even put a vo- fucking p- face oh, to the yeah. voice. That would be even harder than that. You, you got to put a face to the voice. So, I don't know. I think that's going to be really something. Um, it's gonna, They the, have to figure it out. They're going to figure it out, but it's real nice to see that they're progressing really well. Jericho's making that championship mean something. He's coming with new. He's still coming with new catchphrases. Oh, man. Yeah. The champion. With a little bit of the bubbly. Like, that shit's awesome. And he has a new stable now. And these guys look like five. Hey, you know what? Jack Swagger may not be a household name to you guys. But to have someone like that who's fucking an MMA fighter bring something credible to the game, you want that. Oh, yeah. Sammy Guevara, you want someone young. Honestly, what the bitches want? Attitude. Sneaky son of a bitch. The way you want him to be a sneaky son of a bitch. Yeah. Them interfering in matches. Oh, man. That's why I think you it should be. like that guy's just going to get on your nerves all the time. And the two, and Ali X, let them the, dominate. The psychos. They have chemistry together. Let them fucking dominate. They're ruthless. With Jack Hager? Ugh, he's a fucking beast. He's a fucking... He could be a bodyguard. Clean up. He's huge. He's fucking a 6'5", fucking 230. Not a 260, maybe. He's a big motherfucking corn-fed fuck. Damn, yeah. So it's going to be real... I think it's a great stable, man. Um, I, I guess we just transfer change real fast still in wrestling. Went to Raw last week. Awesome, Magoo. Got good tickets. Um, Anywhere at fucking Raw Bank is a good seat. House was full. Really happy with that. Cause that more ha- the house, the the more the house uh, is almost filled to capacity. The we'll more come back. We're gonna come back. Yeah. We can make some money here on off night. And let me tell you something. And they won't tell you this on fucking anything else. But I will tell you this. Raw sucked. That show sucked. Despicable. Fucking. It's a mockery of what they give Den- what they gave Denver tonight. That was a week ago we were here. They were with us a week ago. They gave Denver a good fucking show tonight. Why do you say it was bad? Because they had the story. You got you see the setup. The story they had. They mentioned nothing from the week before. They didn't bring up the champ in the first fucking segment. They didn't bring. They brought up Brady's riot in a fucking dark match. That means after the cameras were off. They had filler material. They had Tyson Fury come out. I'm very grateful for that. Tyson Fury came out, was all over the fucking world on this shit. Everybody covered it. Great, great, but it's not wrestling. They didn't. They had, you know, who was the main event that night? It was, was, was the, the main show? event was fucking Ricochet and Terry Crews, or fucking uh, Apollo Crews. Okay. And they had the Miz come out, do the same with, you know, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. That was good, you know, it wasn't mad. And they had, a, they had Robert Roode come out. They did all that good stuff. Um, 
but it just was a filler show, bro. It wasn't. They probably they would never mention that show again. It doesn't matter. It was fucking filler, bro. I didn't like that. But we're a B town. Yes, we're a B town. We got a B town fucking show. But damn, Helen Cell was the night before. And they had the draft tonight. This is why I knew we got fucked. They had the first day of the draft on Friday. Why not do it Monday and do it in one week? Start Monday with us and Friday and fucking uh, where they're at on where were they at on Friday? But today should have been the fresh start, a whole new season, a whole a whole new journey for Raw. Let's say start again. Start the week off yeah. fresh. After the pay-per-view. But now they fucking have it. They had a second day today, so SmackDown's the first day. Start fresh. Which I understand, too. I think they want people to watch... Or give people a reason to watch SmackDown. And this is why WWE's fucking failing me right now. They're doing... They're not having anything that could make sense. The stories don't fucking matter. And now they have this India... They had the Saudi Arabia show. So that means that everything that they were doing before gets fucking thrown away to promote to promote this. This gets put in the back burner. We want to fucking showcase Team Hogan and Team Flair. We want to fucking showcase uh, Braun Strowman and fucking Tyson Fury and Cain Velasquez and fucking Brock Lesnar and this fucking big old tag team turmoil match like, with 30 people. Like, come on, man. It's like fucking 10 teams or some shit. It's, it's the largest tag team turmoil fucking match in history. Like, and they'll get crowned the best tag team in the world. We're just trying to get crazier, crazier, bigger, and bigger. And they you know, and uh, and they have SmackDown on Fox on Friday. Damn, it's been a long time since we talked on the podcast. Um, Friday was a premiere of USA, but I wasn't really happy with it. You know why? Fucking King Velasquez came out in the last segment. What in the living fuck? To close out the show. Why? Well, he just signed with them, man. And I know what's fucking mainstream, and they've been doing it since the beginning. That's all I was telling my brother. They had Ali and fucking, uh, uh, I want to say, uh, I can't fucking think of his name. It, I, it, I, I, I apologize. I should fucking, he's a legend. I should fucking know his name. Ali fought my guy from Japan. He's a fucking legend. Uh, they had Lawrence Taylor coming from fuck to fight Bam Bam Bigelow. Mike Tyson fucking was a special enforcer for Austin and Michaels. Mayweather fought Big Show. Yes, I know that. But make it the fucking first fucking act, the, the last fucking act of your show after we just buried Kofi Kingston in eight seconds and brought like a bitch. Just thinking about it like that. Why? Yeah. Why? Because there's so many. We should have Cain Velasquez cause Brock Lesnar the motherfucking bow. The belt don't matter anyway. The belt doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't. Cain Velasquez is not going to beat fucking Brock Lesnar for the belt. And if he does, I'm fucking going to boycott WWE. I will boycott WWE. I will not watch. And I haven't said that in a long time, but... You don't think they would try to do that just to... They would... To do... Yeah, to get publicity. Yeah, of course they would. But that's not going to get the reins up, I'll tell you that much. He's not putting no asses in the seat. I'd rather see Chris Jericho fucking fight Darby Allen. It'd be a better match than watching Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar. <sighs> I don't want to see Cain Magoo. Cain Velasquez is nothing to me. And he does have some good moves. I'll give him that. The triple, you got to see that triple-A fight. He had a good... Oh, he did a hurt Karana. I'll give him that. I can't do a fucking hurt Karana. But I don't want to see Cain Velasquez. They should have built him up. He's not Ronda Rousey. No disrespect to him. I'm sure he's a big name in fucking UFC. But, but yeah, you didn't know who he was until... I knew who he was. I didn't fucking watch it. Oh, let's go fucking watch Cain Velasquez fight tonight. Yeah. He ain't never do that for me. Ronda Rousey has, not gonna lie. Yeah. Maybe I'm a little bit... Not, you know how I am with woman wrestling. She fucking made that shit look... She made that shit feel important. In a great time, because Becky Lynch and Charlotte already had to run. Well, you can see the work she put in. And she she was trying. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying Cain won't try, but... It's going to be real fucking um, difficult for me to accept him as my champion. And let me tell you another thing they need to do. They need to stop. They need to have one one champ. You can't do Universal Title and WWE Champ anymore. That's not going to cut it with me. That will not. They, and they, every fucking champion should be able to fit on any, any show. That's the perk of being a champ. You go anywhere the fuck you want. NXT, SmackDown, Raw. That's the way it should be. In my opinion, there should be one champion. AEW has one champion. It fucking matters. Everybody's gunning for that. 
And everybody's getting opportunities. Darby Allen is not a top five wrestler in that company right now. But he won the fucking match because they have to defend at least one time before their paper defense. That's what I like about it. They're at least, that's it. They have a the champ. That's they have the foundation. They're making it. It's a wrestling show. Yeah, like WWE has a champ wrestle, but it's not for it's just a match. They have twenty minute time limits. They're doing shit like that. They're making shit matter. They're keeping re- they're keeping a record of their fucking wins and losses. That's why I've been kind of pissed off. This if her her name is uh, Rose. I forgot her fucking first name. See, I have to see their name. I don't know if they're not. I have so much shit going on. It's kind of hard for me to remember all these wrestlers' names. But Na- Nyla Rose. She's 0-3. She shouldn't get any more title shots. And if she does, you're fucking spitting on the whole fucking idea and concept of wins and losses. Yeah, why even keep trying if you're just going to get so, her title shots? Exactly. So that's what WWE does all the time. So we shall see what happens, man. I think it's a real time for real good time for wrestling. But the show, like I said, the show sucked. But the wrestling was... Hey, I love being there, though. It was fucking fun though. It was it was so fun to be in that environment. But the show was just a shitty show that they gave us. If I was watching from TV, I ain't fucking watching this shit. But to be there was a great experience. It was. A, it's so much faster in person. It's a trip, dude. And they have microphones underneath the ring, so the whole ring you can hear. It's a. It's louder than it is on TV too. Okay. It was. Oh, it, yeah. There's a mic underneath that fucking thing. You hear every slam. Every everything is pretty cool. Uh, every slap. Every kick. Definitely. So every time the any impact on the mic on the mat. So that was really fun, man. I'm and shout out to Donuts for hooking us up and that was a real f- fucking great time, man. We were, you could hear us fucking talking shit. You hear me on TV one time. <laughs> I go, Woo! I'm, fucking, I'm throwing out the fucking loud loudest fools ever. I'm fucking so happy to be there. Um but we're gonna continue doing that. I don't know, NXT man, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm kinda behind on that. I'm not a big fan. Cause I I haven't watched in the beginning to be honest with you. So um we shall see, man. We're going to really see what happens with that. Again, y'all, make sure you follow the STS Podcast at, at STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you find your El Camino, your ass, to the STS Podcast. Find your way over here because, you know what, the more listens we get, the more, um, I don't know, just keep listening. Man. There's no reward for it, I guess. We're just, I don't know. Me, personally, it's not about listeners. It's about doing this, having this project, this content out. I'm happy y'all listen, but it's not like I'm. Oh man, I, oh, of course I love a lot of listens, but shit, it's not. It's not the, the main reason. Like if I had zero listens last week, I'm still gonna do it this week. It's just a fun experience to do this. And if you have ten, you're gonna put one out next week. Maybe those ten will listen again this week. Definitely, so and come, come back for more. Yeah. Maybe you want to hear your voice, Magoo. I've been over here quite a bit already. Yeah, Magoo's been. Break. You're like a fucking. You're like a, a guest host, dude. You're just like the, the other man that we just come in, come by, so just comes in once in a while. You know what I mean? Just a sidekick, maybe every once in a while. He just kick you at the house and shit. We were bullshitting. Should have brought another one of those, but whatever. Yeah, that's for the next time. Yeah, it's almost midnight anyway. But the reason why we haven't dropped the podcast, uh. I've been on vacation, dude. This weekend, Magoo's. I was out here in Pasadena, bro. Shout out to my cousin Tammy and Frank. And my guy, Nate. The Vidal's got married this weekend, dude. Congratulations to them. Wish we could have like, a, a round of applause or something. A round of applause for my guy, Frank. Trying to not. Manning up. <laughs> and doing the motherfucking man thing. And I'm so happy for him, dude. My, uh... My cousin had a, it was a good, beautiful wedding, bro. Wasn't a big as in, they didn't invite a thousand people. You made the, if you made the cut, you were real special to them, and uh, you made the trip. The fires were out in LA this week, so low key stress about people showing up because they closed down the five and whatnot. Um, yeah, that was crazy. That was real, it was real, um, the, the drive there was a pain. In the ass, to be honest with you. We had to go the back way, dude. And that was not really ideal for me. I wasn't really feeling that. Uh, Took my grandma out there. My grandma had a fucking great time, man. We all actually had a great time. Let me look at one thing real fast. Let me see here. I 
don't know if I can say this at JPEG. But yeah, we're out there. I got there Friday, man. We went to this golf course. It was right behind the Rose Bowl. We're directly behind the stadium. 18 holes. It was a hassle to get through those fucking... <laughs> we didn't even get through the 18 holes, my guy. Uh, my guy Frank took me out. Appreciate that, dude. Uh, had a good time with him and his brothers, man. I had a good time um, with family. You guys already know how I am with family. And... Um, it was real nice to uh, have the family around, man. Have everybody there. Special day for the family, for my cousin. Beautiful day. Uh, fancy. The DJ was dope. Yeah, Pyro, my guy. <laughs> Certainly outdid me on the Pyro. I was impressed with that. Pyro was really fun. Uh, yeah, the fog was really nice. And, and um, music was jamming. Ceremony was beautiful. Kept the party going. Kept the party going. Like Everybody was having a good time. Open bar. Had the Theos in the building, and the Theas in the building, had my Nana in the building, had all the friends, family we all grew up with. Uh, everybody was just enjoying the wedding. Everybody was really enjoying the wedding. Everybody was really... Um, Celebrating their marriage. Definitely, man. Remembering those who weren't with us. Been a rough year for my fan band. Uh, but you know what, man? It was really fun, dude. It was really... It wasn't a sad... It couldn't be a sad day. The show must go on, and we're going to keep making great memories and never forget those who... Um, my guy right here on the wall, you know? Never forget those who came and gone, and that's just what we gotta do. Because yeah. one day, honestly, man, we're all gonna be there. Let's enjoy the time we got. Yeah, we can't really stress about the end because that's a beautiful thing. Shit, I think, I think like life and all that death and stuff is a beautiful thing in a certain way. It's like the ending of something. So, uh, we enjoyed it. We got out. The after party was epic. I won't even say everything. Epic. Because you know, some of my family, when we all get yeah. together, and it's rare that we all can really get together without, you know, Drama. Some of them don't have kids. You know, oh, they, 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 all, we all, they, all my cousins are babies, dude. Not babies, but they're under ten years old. They're kids, so they can't just leave them. You know, leave them here and just kick it. So, so when we all had a you know a, a adult night, it's a good time, man. Every time we get my deal in the club, it's a good time. Uh, bride and groom were happy, man. We, it, was, it was legendary, dude. I told like I told the lady in there. Man, you gotta remember, there's some legends in the building today. Like, there's some real legends out here. Uh, it was real fun, man. I woke up, man, in the bathroom. <laughs> boxes on. Only. Damn. Faded, G. Not remembering how you got there? I don't remember. I, I swear, I don't remember. But I mean, my uncle, he's, yeah, my name is Gordo in there. They call me Gordo. He said, Gordo, wake your ass up. I can't, <laughs> pick, can't pick your ass up by myself. And I was faded. Slapping me in the face and shit. I was like, huh? Not, not feeling one thing. I feel like, oh, I was out, bro. Damn. I remember throwing up, but uh, blacked out, honestly. Yeah. Blacked the motherfucker out. Yeah, I saw you a couple of your slams. <sighs> First dance was cool, you know. Um, oh, man, you don't tease me. I thought it was a plan. Uh, What's my guy Tony doing out here? Tony, what you doing out here, my guy? Just chilling. Bro, what you do all week? I work, actually. What are you working at, Tony? Uh, wallpaper and uh, hotels. Damn, how's that? And what you, like you put wallpapers up in the hotels? Yep. Damn, how's that going? Is that Shit's fun? Good. That's cool, yeah. my G. Shit, getting me paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. Hey, that's all that fucking matters, right? Yeah. It's always fun to have Tony. Tony's here. Like he's like a third man. I don't even know how to fucking say. It's like when we always talk, we we even said right now we shouldn't have third men. Third three man booths. But we're gonna bring him in for a little bit. But we're gonna bring his ass in. But yeah, man, that was my vacation, dude. It was from golfing, uh, adult, um, indulging in adult things. That was real fun. With uh, the family. With the fam, man. Dancing like a motherfucking feet hurt. It was all laughing because everybody kind of had, like, my, you know, all, everybody has, you know, hip problems, knee problems, back hurts. Nobody was fucking hurting that fucking dance floor. Everybody was forgetting it. My cousin did the splits, my G. I was like, what you doing? <laughs> One of my cousins did the splits, bro. I think you know it's lit. Oh, man. I was like, what the hell's going on here? They're playing some faded, man. Shout out to Frank and Tammy. Um, they've been together for a while, bro. Uh, it's, it's real um, It's real nice to see, uh, I don't know, just that. Just them come together and whatnot. And everybody's happy for them, bro. Everybody's really. Uh, Brought the family together. Definitely. Celebrate. And that's always fun. Spending a lot of time with my grandma this weekend. Uh, took her took her there, picked her up, and brought her back home. 
it's always fun to hear, um, you know, her stories and just to uh, kind of get where she came up from. It wasn't easy and shit. She was married to my grandpa for a long time, and we haven't been. We, my grandpa passed away like in what 2011, so like we always, like, we always, we always wish she could be here, but you know, it ain't, it ain't the way it happened. So we all just told Tammy like they they wish they here though. Yeah. I never forget that. It's just crazy how time flies. We get I don't know. This week we just remember like damn, we were kids at one time. Time flies. Now we're here. Look who's up. Who's left? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. And, um, I don't know, dude. We, we we tried our best not to be sad, but there's that that there's a sadness there. I think there's always going to be a low key sadness because we want. Um, no, nah, we just want people to be here to celebrate with us. We wish they could be. If we knew if they were here, they would have fucking they would have enjoyed this motherfucker. You know what I mean? They, they would have enjoyed being with us. Just. Um, I don't know, just celebrating with their family, cause you know what? Cause that's what they—that's what they love. They love their family. Yeah. That's what—that's what we always been brought up on. You know what I mean? And uh, at least I'll never be forgotten. Yeah, definitely. And we, you know, we, I think we're all selfish at a point. I know I am, but I think I learned as a twenty-eight-year-old man that sometimes this is this is gonna happen over and over again. It's either y'all gonna bury um, y'all gonna bury me, or I'm gonna have to bury a lot of people that I love. As I get older, because God willing, I'm fucking gonna be here for a long time. I would hope so. Yeah. So I'm not saying I don't know. Dude. I just it's kind of kind of weird. Uh, so to appreciate the time you do have with people. Definitely, man. I don't uh, ever want to forget. I don't ever want to. I guess say take it for granted because I think I learned to always say like with my grandparents when I was a little older. I kind of wish I, I appreciated it a little bit more. You know what was going on at the time. I didn't. I feel like I didn't appreciate it. Like I thought this shit was gonna last forever, and it doesn't. Yeah. So I'm not trying to bring the mood down and shit with the pod, but that's just kind of what you get when you spend time a lot of time with your family and just we talk about the old times and we think about those who ain't here. Like fuck, I wish we wish my I wish my cousin had her pop the walker down. But my guy Richard, you know Richard, look yeah. clean, my guy, look clean in his tux. My guy even said it was like two o'clock in the morning. Still looking clean. He said, "I'm gonna take care of this motherfucker." Right here. <laughs> I try to look sloppy. You look like a dude. I said, "You look like somebody a CEO." I would, I would want you to talk for me and sell my company. You look really good, man. Matt looked really good. Um, the first dance was emotional for me just because, like, you know, that's my deal right there, like. But these are his boys. Yeah. I was really proud. Like they not stepped up, but they try to do what to do their part. You know, with the circumstances that we had, and it's crazy. We all not we weren't. I don't know. It's not dreading it because it was gonna come. Not trying to see we dread the first dance. I just knew the first dance was gonna be tough. And walking her down the aisle was gonna be tough. Yeah, like when we got there, um, we were a little bit late. Because we're getting the kids. And Tammy was going, and my Theo said, Smile, we know your dad will want you to smile. She smiled. She, that's what she walked yeah. in there. Like, just little things like that's why I, That's why I love with Rudy. He's so G yeah. with it, bro. Like, he has so much game, and he makes sense. He's a family first man. That's why I want to be too. Like, yeah. I talked to my Theo and my Theo today, and like, they call me and say, Thank you for this, thank you for that, whatever. But, like then my mom will say some shit on Facebook. Oh, my son did this. My father, mom, I don't need that shit, dude. Because I, I was taught that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You take care of your family. But Tata always told me that you take care of your brother and sister and your mom. My dad. If there's one thing my mom and dad and their family have in common, it's fucking taking care of your family. Doctor, yeah. my doctor Ernie's a big. He, he don't have friends. I was just talking about this the other day with my homeboy. My doctor don't have friends. He has his family. That's us. It. What else does he want? That's all he's ever wanted. And I'm not saying we're yeah. not like that, but it's different now. You know what I mean? We have a lot of things are not as sacred, I guess. Or in this society now, everybody sees everything. Everybody knows everything. Um, back then, the old school, is all you had. You didn't fucking have the whole world at your expense. You know what I mean? Yeah, you didn't have to show everybody everything. Yeah, it wasn't a material world. 
That's what it is. Yeah. You, a rich man was rich in family. That money yeah. was family love. How he just took care of those around him. Yeah. And that's something I like. I was telling my Theo, my aunt today. Like I would, I don't, I don't ever think twice about that. Give a fuck about money or nothing like that. Family, I'll do anything for my fucking fans if I can. If I got it, you got it. If I have, if I can, I will do it. Yeah. And that's just the way I was. I came up. And it's beautiful to see that all my cousins are like that too. So I'm not saying I'm the best at it, you know. Sometimes fucking my cousins, my family pisses me off, but it's all we got. Yeah, that's family. That's what we said today. We all we got, and just like the little combos we had, it was crazy at the right time. Everything in line. All the cousins were at one table during the wedding, and we were talking about, you know, like I was saying, uh, one of my cousins let my cousin stay, and he wasn't even there, but. Your family, if you need somewhere to stay, my G, you stay here. I'm, I'm in SD, I'm in fucking Santa Maria. Where the fuck I'm at, you here. And that's all, t- well, all my cousins are saying. We all got like that with each other. If you need somewhere to stay, you need somewhere to stay. I'm not home, fuck it. Here, stay. Make yourself at home. Your family. Doesn't even know about trust and shit. Your fucking family. That's just crazy shit. Yeah. So that's kind of what we all needed too, you know. It's not, it's not. Not to reaffirm that, but just to always know that, like, yo, don't ever think you're not welcome. Yeah, it shouldn't have to be said. Yeah, it, it, what's well, yeah, what's understood don't have to be said. Yeah, well, maybe this time it did have to be said. Yeah, just to re, just I think it was, like I said, it's kind of reaffirm, just reaffirming, but just to have, show we had love. And it was fun, dude. It was real something. I really needed that vacay, uh, just three, four days away from the world, not thinking about a podcast and thinking about a gig. Bills home. Just enjoy the family. Just enjoy the fucking time. Just live in the moment, dog. I think I snapped a little bit on Saturday, maybe a little bit Friday, but I mean, yeah, a little bit for the golfing. Golfing, that was it. Golfing the wedding, but just enjoyed everything. Went to LA by myself because my guy Frank forgot his motherfucking wedding ring, so he's like, "Yo, he was gonna go with the alternative ring, the alternate." I'm like, "Nah, my G, you better not do that because uh, my cousin." We mean, bro. So I went to LA to this little mall and shit. Did a little shopping. Like, fuck it, I'm here. I might as well shop a little bit. Just like the, it looked like, just like the Valley Plaza. Cool little mall, though. Just to get away, though. It was fucking awesome. Didn't know anybody. Yeah. Spent some time I with felt you. like motherfucking Jesse in Alaska. Oh, man. <laughs> a whole other person. A whole other person, dude. A whole other world. Uh, but yeah, man. Just, um, I guess if we're going to end this shit, and I know we all agree with this. Take care of your grandparents, man. Um, take care of your family. Your family. Take care of your family. If you could, do it, y'all. Uh, I'm not going to put all my business out there, but even last week, help my family out. If I got it, I don't give a fuck about money. It's not about, it's never about the money, yo. Never. The last thing I fucking want to hear when it comes to family, like how much it costs or do I pay? Nah, don't pay me back. Don't do it. And I've done that shit with my cousins too, man. And I don't know, dude. Just take care of your family. Uh, especially your grandparents. Uh, to be honest with you, I realize my grandma getting old, y'all. She getting, she up there now. Not as a, you know, she's up there. She told me a, she told me a good story about her mom this, this, uh, this trip. And, um, and to be honest with you, we don't even know why she said it. But, um, not as getting old. Her mom was 99 when she died. Yeah, Nana has good genes. Her sister's her sister just turned ninety. Um, Nana's but Nana's getting up there, you know. And but that's okay. It's beautiful. It's real beautiful. And it just um, I don't know. We get older, and it's kind of like fuck. Nana's getting old. Nana Tata getting old. And and be honest with you guys, embrace it, man. Because you live in the moment. You got to. I'm learning that more and more as I get older. You can't really think about the future and. Or let the past, you know, because it's right going to happen, y'all. Everything's going to come to a conclusion, but the most important thing we can control is right now. And we got to keep living for right now and appreciate because, y'all, when it's not there anymore, when our time stops, we ain't gain that shit back. There's no way. Maybe if there is an afterlife or whatever's going on, but you still ain't going to experience what we're experiencing now, this life thing. Um... So yeah, hopefully we won't have another delay with the podcast, man. No, uh, we're gonna get some, we'll get some more guests eventually. But I love doing these little pods. Let me tell you this: something I'm not really happy about. I fucked up my NFL picks. I didn't pick. <laughs> I didn't pick one last week. I ain't picking one this week. It was good while last week. We had some consistency there. Yeah, I was really happy. Well, I'm not happy with my my fans football team. 
One and fucking five. five. Ugh. I'm taking out the sweet four and two. I'm glad, my G, because I need you guys Same all to take L's. Guys. I need all my division guys to take L's. This is horrible. So, the, yeah, man, it's going to be episode 26 of the STS podcast. Magoo's in the building. Tony's in the building. This is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. Make sure you follow us on STS Podcast 661, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, wherever you can find your podcast. We're on there. Leave a comment. Tell somebody. Don't give a shit how you do it. Just give us a rating. It could be one, five. I don't don't care. But make sure y'all tune in. Y'all want to say something before we leave? Everybody, have a good night. Good night. Tony, what time you got to work in the morning, Tony? Eight. Oh, uh, eight? Damn, I got a bit of five. My he's G. Still, yeah, he's looking at He's ready to go. Man, you're yeah, looking, still, you're looking real, like that, you're really look, looking real motherfucking tired, my guy. Hard life, bro. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, I'm going to just knock out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sleep in the car. Man. All right, y'all. Magoo, what did you say? Oh, you already said goodnight, huh? Well, good night, and uh, it's, about to hit. it's about to be midnight. We're going to drop this on Tuesday. Shout out to everybody listening. SGS Podcast, we out.